Helping Hand podcast. My name's Pauline Shannon. I'm a mother of three and a reflex integration therapist. Each week I will be meeting someone who helps children and families. I will be asking them what they do and how they do it. We will learn how different therapies can help, how to choose which is right for you and how to find them when you need them. Good morning. Today I'm talking to Sophie Thwaites. Sophie is a reflex integration therapist. Thank you for joining me today. I am particularly excited to talk to you because when I was looking for help, which is why I do this podcast, it was reflex integration that I found. And I understand that that's what you do. Could you describe to us what is reflex integration and how do you use that to support children and families? Good question. And a lot of families I work with, they come to me because they are tearing their hair out and they don't know where to turn anymore. (laughs) And so they they often hear me speak on podcasts or coffee mornings or in schools and suddenly a light bulb goes off for them. Because the way I talk about, I go right back and really talk about primitive reflexes. Because so, I'd say about 98% of the people I speak to have never even heard of primitive reflexes. And you know what? Neither had I a few years ago either. <laughs> so, neither had I. No. So, it's really about just explaining. And I start right from the beginning of explaining what primitive reflexes are they are a group of motor reflexes found in newborn babies. And they develop within the womb during pregnancy and are really essential for that birthing process as they help actually a baby move down the birth canal and then support their early survival and allow them to grasp and feed and then to eventually lift their head up and to roll and to crawl and to walk. So we underestimate the fragility of this these first this first couple of years. And, and if, if things haven't gone exactly the way that we want them to, and exactly the right timings as well, then it can have a huge knock-on effect to later learning and how they show up in the world, and also sort of how shy and confident they can present themselves. So the, the work and reflex integration work that, that I do is all about going right back to that, those first couple of years of life, and really create, either creating those pathways that were initially created or establishing stronger connections in the brain so that they can actually write easier, read better, have better coordination so they can ride a bike or, or swim or don't bump into things quite so much. And by actually going right back to that foundation level makes such a massive difference to, to everything else that has a massive knock-on effect. A bit like sort of a foundation of a house. Doesn't matter how many beautiful pictures you can have up on the wall, how well your painting is, um, unless the foundation is really nice and secure and strong, then there's cracks are gonna form and there's gonna be some challenges along the way. So you've got to go right back to that foundation level and make sure that it's as strong as we can possibly make it. And, and then I see children flourish all the time in so many different areas of their life, concentration, um, confidence, writing, reading, uh, their ability to sit still as well. And none of it is because we've picked up a pen or picked up a book <laughs> or practiced riding a bike or practiced being on a scooter. They've just fallen into place because we've gone right back and essentially carried out exercises that are mirroring those early movements carried out as babies. So, Sophie, you're obviously enthusiastic about this. How did you get into it? 
Good question. Um, so I've, I've been around the mulberry bush a bit in terms of that I actually um, was just, was uh, diagnosed with dyslexia and dyspraxia when I was 16 years old, when I moved to a new school that was a lot bigger and a bit scarier. <laughs> and previously in school, I had been doing quite well academically teachers never had any concerns and I think it was because actually there were there was only about 15 children in my whole year and so any support I needed was readily available and um and so it was never really picked up because I had lots and lots of support when I moved to this new school suddenly I was a very small fish in a very big pond and I really became lost and it started impacting my writing, my reading, my academic ability, my coordination. I'd always been a bit clumsy actually, so that wasn't necessarily different, but it really started affecting me academically and um, it was picked up actually by someone in the school who had recently trained in this reflex integration therapy and um, she started me up on a program and so I did this program for a year and the changes in me were, were massive they were very gradual but it was actually a boarding school so it was really evident for my parents who saw me every couple of months and they really noticed the changes because for them it wasn't daily they would notice every couple of months when they saw me wow there were big changes going on for Sophie and I think for me one of my biggest things alongside my writing and reading and concentration, it was really my confidence massively boosted. So much so that when I was 17, I then actually booked a ticket to go to New Zealand on my own. And I went over and traveling on my own, whereas I would absolutely never have done that in the past. <laughs> and I then worked with children for a number of years. And I, I did psychology at university and then found a route down and I decided to do occupational therapy and in a master's. And I worked with children doing OT for a while, but I really struggled in working with children in this, or I found like a real top-down approach. So if they, was, if they were struggling to sit still, I would support them and provide a wobble board or little bands, to, rubber bands to put around their chair. Um, again, with reading, I would support them with writing utensils. But I really found that these helped for that moment. But as soon as they were taken away, the, the challenges were very much still present. And so I was sort of scratching my head and trying to find what, what else I could look into. And I suddenly then started thinking, oh, hang on a minute. What did I do when I was 16? What was that, what was that program that really helped me? And so subsequently I went and trained in this program and it's, and that's the program that I now work with children, teaching them these exercises and, and for long-term solutions, they're not about a quick, to, a, a quick fix and supporting the kids there and then, they're really about looking after them and helping them and changing the makeup of what's going on in their brain for six months, a year, well into childhood, rest of the childhood and adulthood. So I need more details from you. Um, how do you decide yeah. that this the, the people who come to you are a good fit for you? Um, what does a session with you look like? How long do they last? How many do you have? 
Good question. So um, typically children come on for a programme that lasts about a year. And the importance of that year is because we're going back to that childhood and because we're going back to those movements carried out as babies. So that's why it takes so long. Babies don't just suddenly one day just learn how to crawl and then they're crawling. It's a lot of lots of little different movements over the period of time. So the over the course of the year, there's generally about 12 sessions and we meet every four to six weeks. At the moment, I am completely working online and I was sort of thrown online about a year and a half ago, as many of us were. And it's actually been amazing. And it's definitely going to be something that I carry on with. Not only does it, is it meant that I now am working with children all over the UK, but it also allows children to remain in their own comfort and their environment and their home. They, parents don't have to worry about traveling to me and also have to be concerned about what they do with siblings, for example, and getting extra care in for them. So our sessions are all online, like I said, and they take about half an hour, where essentially we have a bit of a chat about what's going on, perhaps parents or children notice some changes, and then look at some exercises that I previously assigned them and how they're getting on and then talk about what tweaks need to be made and which areas we really need to focus on for the next period, which is another four to five, four to six weeks. And, and then new exercise that I sign them as well for sort of the next, the next level. Because once a child is really succeeding in one of these exercises, then we can sort of go, fine, fantastic, you're, you're perfect at that one now, let's move on and bring in another one. Keep mentioning exercises. What kind of exercise? How long do they take? So the exercises are um, very simple exercises in terms of they are mirroring those early movements carried out as babies. But they they could they only take about 10 minutes a day. But it is about every day actually. <laughs> so that's the important thing. Parents often are very concerned about that initially and go, oh my goodness me, how am I gonna fit in something else into the day? But what they rapidly see is that yes, in the first sort of month, it can be really difficult to establish that new routine and to bring something else into their already busy days. <laughs> and they actually find it that because things start changing, and because the child's emotions and ability to focus and actually carry out movements, their coordination is improving, the, it becomes not only just a part of their life and they're getting used to the routine, but actually I think they start being able to access the exercises so much better because things are starting to change in their, in their brain, basically. That sounds like great, an exercise that becomes more appealing rather than less appealing over time. <laughs> If, surprisingly <laughs> if somebody's sitting at home with a child who's experiencing difficulties what symptoms or behaviors might they be seeing which would indicate that a reflex integration integration program would be useful so good question um a variety <laughs> it can come up in so many different ways so I've just started working with, with a, a, a young boy who is really struggling with his coordination and writing, but really great with his reading. And there's another child 
them working with you, they're really struggling across the board. So reading, writing, sitting still and coordination, can't ride a bike, really struggling with their, um, with swimming and also uh, regulating their emotions. So for that particular child, there's a lot going on. <laughs> so, and then I actually worked with a, a child, a, a young girl a couple of years ago. And actually she came on as a, as a sibling. So it was really the young boy I was mostly working with who was really who had quite a lot of challenges around reading, writing um, and concentration mostly because he was really struggling to actually focus at school. So he just wasn't really going to school. And she was sort of coming on as a bit of a, a bit of an add-on because they, they thought it'd be easier to sort of bring her on as well and support her because then both siblings were doing it. And her main challenge was really just confidence. But throughout the course of the year, her confidence massively changed. She went from actually being a really, really shy little girl who struggled to communicate with, um, with, with her parents, friends, or even her peers and family as well, to becoming really confident and actually joining a drama group. And now she performs on stage. So a huge leap. And even though initially the concentration, writing and reading were not, they didn't think were challenges, they also improved. So there were surprises. Actually, we weren't worried about those, but actually her writing now is amazing. <laughs> and the way that she can put her ideas out on paper has really flourished. So it really comes to like really if there's anything going on with your child that you just think I need some support and I don't really know where to go this could be a route because it's very easy to quickly ascertain whether it is to do with these retained primitive reflexes or not by doing a simple assessment and then we can go you know what yes this is the right route <laughs> I'm fantastic I'm so glad you got in touch or no, I am not the person to help you, but, and I would always try and signpost somebody on to somebody who I, I think would be more suitable to support them. So a, range, a huge range of challenges it can cover, basically. Sophie, what age groups do you work with? Um, typically between eight and 12. Um, a few different reasons for that, just for me personally, um, I, love that age I really enjoy engaging with children at that age um secondly I love working with children when they're actually still in primary school I find it a really great age before they move to secondary school before they have all of these other challenges that are thrown upon them if we can really try and sort them out and help them before they move on to secondary school then that's ideal um but the youngest I would see is six and a half they would have to be sort of a relatively mature six and a half year old but and I also see teenagers older children and these techniques can also be used on adults as well so six and a half plus really but my my target age that I generally typically work with is is eight to twelve it's a lot of information in a short time is there anything else that you would like parents to know um, that's a good question. I guess if if anything, and this is often what what, what happens when I when I do when I speak at um, events is a light bulb goes off, and if anything I've said resonates 
with you and you think actually there were some challenges in that first couple of years of life or we've really tried to find support for them or perhaps you're trying going down the NHS route at the moment and you've been given a two-year waiting list pick up the phone <laughs> and just let's just have a chat and see if it's something that might I might be able to support you with because it might not but it also might and every single child that I've worked with I've seen big results with but obviously they change and for every child it's different um but I've generally found that it's it, it's not a magic wand and doesn't everything but it is a big part of the jigsaw and so you know if, if anything is triggering you and thinking I wonder I'm just curious then look more into it <laughs> it's not known about enough and I think that's why a lot of the work I do is about talking and informing people that there's something out else out there because that's what all the parents I work with they always are just so thankful that they found me because they never knew that this technique existed or and how powerful it can be. So if somebody's had a light bulb moment while listening to you, how do they get in touch with you? So um, uh, generally phone me. So my number is 07584857861. I'll just repeat that for anyone scrabbling for a pen. Um, 07584857861 or um, check out my website which is www.sophiethwaites.co.uk so that's s-o-p-h-i-e-t-h-w-a-i-t-e-s.co.uk and yeah check out I don't have a huge amount of information on my website because Often information doesn't mean anyone anything to anyone unless they know what it can do for them. <laughs> so that's why I generally say, just give me a call and really quickly we'll be able to ascertain whether I can support you or not. It's brilliant, Sophie. Thank you very much for your time this afternoon. And I hope that that's brought reflex integration at least onto the horizons for some people. And I hope that people are sitting at home and seeing, recognising these issues in their kids. and being presented with another way forward. Fantastic. Love you chatting, Pauline. Thanks. You've been listening to the Helping Hand podcast, connecting families with help and support when they need it. If you want more information or to find a therapist near you, go to helpinghandonline.co.uk.